0: good to be here, looking forward to this evening. You guys don't know it, but I'm a grill master.
1: <laughs>
0: no, Jamie's actually the grill master, so he'll back me up, I'm sure. Uh, anybody with a special song this morning? All we've right, got your bottles. Turn over to, the, to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Does <coughs> this sounding okay back there? So all this technology stuff, we'll we'll get it eventually. It's all learning, so we'll we'll get there. So a few weeks ago, uh, Brother Tony on Sunday night started lessons. Back to basics. And then Brother David, a little bit before that, he... He taught us on like the first church. And that's probably where a lot of this is coming from. What is church membership? That's really kind of the, the overall theme this morning. Is what is church membership to all of you? We actually had some pretty good discussions in Sunday school this morning that kind of went along with it too. But you know, church membership is biblical. You know, going back to that first church, it was a serious thing. You know, the, the body of Christ... You know, we come into covenant with one another. That's what that covenant's about. We're the, we're the body of Christ. And, and he's really put it on my heart, the, the importance of that church membership. And I think even if you go back, you know, back to that, that first church, it was a very serious thing. I mean, they were selling everything they had and, and gave to the poor. Everything they did, <laughs> was to glorify God. And that's really where we want to go to this morning. Everything we do as a church should glorify and lift up our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Going back to last week with the Easter service. So we'll, we'll read some scripture here, hopefully follow the Lord, and just, just pray for us this morning. Um, I've just had a ton of going on at work, kind of like Tony, and I've been doing a couple of different jobs. and. I just feel like I'm, I'm not doing an adequate job here. But it's really not about me. It's about Him. Uh, so just, just pray for us. Alright, so we'll, we'll read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting at the twelfth verse. I'm sure this is very familiar scripture. <clears throat> for just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we are all baptized into one body. Jews are Greeks, slaves are free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. We'll stop right there. So as I was studying through this, a lot of our our Constitution kind of came to mind. So there's a part of our Constitution that talks about our purpose. And just a a quick reminder of, of what that says. And again, our purpose, our overall purpose is to glorify God. That's our overall purpose. There's five ways that we do that. Number one, by worshiping. Exalting the name of Jesus. And we can stop right there. Exalting the name of Jesus. Keep the main thing, the main thing, and everything else. It'll work itself out. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, 37. Loving the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. Matthew 4, 10. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him, shalt thou serve. him only shalt thou serve. Those are just references that were, we're with that. Number two, by ministry or serving. Kind of like we did this week at Second Harvest. I loved it. I does anybody else like that? I really love it. I actually would like to get more involved with them. Uh, Matthew 22, 39. Thou shalt love the, thy neighbor as thyself. This church shall seek to demonstrate God's love to others by meeting their needs and healing their hurts. Ephesians 4.12 For the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Now, that's, I think there's, there's opportunity there, and, and maybe that's where the missions group comes into play. You know, Part of what we're supposed to be doing is helping needy people. Folks, there's people out in this community that are needy. Mm-hmm. There could be people in this church that are needy. Our job is, is the body Is to go find those people and help them, and you know, again, great that we're doing second harvest. I think we're really helping a lot of people. That made that's what the lady told us this week. By us coming and doing those two hundred boxes, that's a month of food that someone will get. Really think about that. And the kids there, I love it. Absolutely love it. More for us to do there. Number three, by evangelism, spreading the gospel. Going into, into the world to make disciples. We exist to spread God's word. And again, I'm just reading this out of the Constitution. So, We're ambassadors for Christ to go out into the world and bring people into God's eternal family. Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Number four, by baptism. Kind of ending that, that last statement statement there. Making disciples by baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The key to that is baptizing committed members. That's the key there. This church stresses the importance of baptism and church membership. We are called to believe and belong. Fellowship and identification within a local church are vital to growing in the Lord. And then the last one is by discipleship, by making disciples. Developing mature Christians, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And again, I think there's some opportunities there, too, that we need to look at. This church exists to edify and to educate our members. It is our goal that every member of this church grow in grace and knowledge and become more and more Christ-like in their daily lives. And again, it all goes back to our purpose statement, which is what? Huh? (laughs)
1: Look
0: back. (laughs) <laughs> Loving God, living Jesus, and learning to serve. It all comes back to, to that. And all, it, it, it's all of us being unified together as the body of Christ. It takes all of us. It's not just my job or Tony's job or John's job or the deacon's job. It's all of our jobs. Every one of us. To go help people, to go visit the sick, to share the gospel. It's not just the pastor's job. It's not just the pastor's job. It's all of our jobs. The last little bit, I've actually been talking to David a little bit about it. Maybe we can work together on the next few months. <laughs> I've actually been reading some books. Uh, anybody ever heard of the, the author Thomas Rayner? Yes? No? Are you guys away? Tony has. I've bought a handful of books, but I've, there's a couple that I've, I've been reading. The first one is called I Am a Church Member. And it, it's really, actually both of them are very eye-opening. It really dives into church membership and what it should and what it should not be. So I've actually been contemplating on doing that on a Sunday night. So we'll, we'll talk. Um, the other one, it's called An Autopsy of a Deceased Church. Tony, have you read both of those? Very, very eye-opening. It really is. What he does is he, he goes to, to members of churches that have closed. And he just kind of asks them questions of, well, how did you pray together? How did you do this? How did you, how did you take your funds and you know, help the community? Really eye-opening. Yeah, that's probably where all this is coming from. Um, but it comes down again to us being functional church members. It's really what a lot of it comes down to. And again, how we are the body of Christ. Now, you might ask, how do I become a church member? Well, the first thing is, going back to again last week, you have to believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that He came and lived a perfect life. He died for our sins and rose for our justification. And again, we could stop right there because mm-hmm. that's all that matters is that you're saved. Call out, Lord, save me. That's all it takes. Lord, save me. Now, we believe that the Bible has taught us that once you're saved, you should become a member of the local church. Amen. <laughs> it's important. How else can you live out what God's called you to do if you don't come to be me with, with members like you? Yeah. You know, there's so many people that have told me, well, I'm just getting fed at home by myself. Okay, I, I'll tell you something. There's a tree out there. Go cut off a limb and see what happens. Is that limb? It's the same here. If you're not here, you're not growing. It's important. It's really important. Again, many members, but one body, and every single one of us have been given spiritual gifts by God to God. Teach. Sing. We've seen some perfect, great singers. We've seen technology being used. We've got a lot of people with gifts. Folks, we've got to start using them to glorify God. And it's not just six of us. There's a whole church that has gifts. A whole church sitting here that has gifts. What are you using yours for? It, it could be like a little pinky toe. I'm not to go there, Rachel. If you have a few minutes, asking about Rachel's pinky toe. But think about this: if you cut off your pinky toe, it's not a very big number, is it? You kind of think it's probably doesn't matter much. But what not you think? I've just read some different stuff, studying through this. There's been people that's happened to that's had to learn how to walk again. Throws off the balance I think It is important. You might not think you're important sitting here this morning, but you are. Amen. You are very important. You might not do anything exotic. Praying is important. Giving to the offering is important. All of it's important. Going and visiting people is important. Sending people a car is important. And it's all of us. Again, not just six of us. I don't know where I'm getting the number six from. It's all of us. All of us have spiritual gifts. Let's start using them. You know, one of the books, the church member book, talks about how, well, first of all, talk about how church numbers are inflated by, like, a lot. And I think we've cleaned up our, our books and we probably need to do a little bit of that more. But the one thing that caught my eye is to talk about, it said a third of church members, a third, are engaged. A third. That's sad. Mm-hmm. That's sad. What was it I've heard before? Like, Is it 20% of people in the church kind of do everything? Is that a pretty accurate number? I heard that before? Mm-hmm. And really, I, I believe, if, if I remember correctly, that was one of the keys about the dying church. It's like again the same six people did everything and got exhausted and just was done. It takes all of us. It takes all of us. I mean, think about your kids. You know, all of, it takes all of us. What does it? What does they say? It takes a village to raise a kid. It takes all of us. It takes all of us. The church, the body of Christ. That's the thing. It gets me. Doesn't mean something to say, "I am the body of Christ." Mm-hmm. That means something, or it used to. Mm-hmm. That means something. If you are a part of that body, you should be working. You should be working in one way or another. It takes all of us working together. That's another thing I thought about. Think of a, a football team football, bat, either, whatever sport you think of. So if if Robbie's playing center on the offense, he snaps the ball and go ahead, get him. It. It's not going to work, is it? They're not going to win too many ball games. It's about the Little Giants. We gave the yard. <laughs> Sorry. Weird <laughs> things pop in my head. <laughs> but it takes all of us functioning together. I think that's the key. It really is. All of us functioning together. There's something about that. There's something about that. Where if one person's not doing what God has them to do, it affects all of us. I love how it says there, we're talking about if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member honored, all rejoice together. I remember it's been so, uh, probably a month or so ago, we all came up here and prayed for Sarah. That's what we're supposed to do. And not just here, all the time. If there's one thing I could ask of you, take five minutes in your morning and pray for me. Because I need it. I absolutely need it. And I hope that's what you do is you pray for your church. There's more of us than at home and I just go cue by cue and think of everyone. And think of the ones that aren't here. I feel like I'm terrible at this pastor thing. I don't do this. I don't visit. I don't do that. I do want to serve my Lord. And that's all I want to do. Now I can't see... You know, the thing that I think a lot of folks mix up, you know, we have to pass the plate for the offering, and the bills we have to pay, and, you know, the missions group, there's things that we have to do as a church, but I think sometimes people get that a little wrong. I think they see it as I paid my membership dues, the service should be how I want it, the music should be this way, the carpet should be green. I was telling them in Sunday school this morning. As sad as it is, churches have deceased or split up because of silly things like the color of the carpet. I actually read a story this week, and I can't remember which book it was in, it might have even been online. This church wanted to replace their pulpit, and like they had this big boat. And like all these people that, that were members that hadn't been to church in years came for this vote. And of course they voted to keep the old one. I like the old one. Church split off from it. About two years later they both died. That's sad. That is sad. But I think we've all seen that. I'm paying my, my tithes. I have privileges in this church. Well that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. Your privilege should be serving. Mm -hmm. And you should be giving out of the joy of your heart for what God has done for you. We don't talk about tithing much. You should give generously. Because why? Because God blessed you to be in the situation you're in. It's His anyway. You know, I've talked to people before. It's like, I'm not giving any money to that church. I'm not giving this to that church. Didn't God put you in that situation to make that money? Didn't He bless you with that education or those skills or whatever it is? You know, the other thing that gets me. Sorry, I'm going off different paintings. Has anybody ever heard? Well, why did they do that? Or they should do this? Who heard that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing they is we. Mm-hmm. They is we. Maybe you should do it. Maybe you should do it. I'm tired of hearing, well, I just ain't not get nothing out of that. I just don't go to that because they do this. I don't go to the women's class, all they do is cry. We're missing the point. We're
1: missing the point.
0: It's not about us. It is about him. And as soon as we put our preferences into it, we model back in it. Does that make sense? Yes. Does
1: that makes sense.
0: And I'm just as guilty as everyone. I've, I've said that before. Well, maybe they should think about this. It's not they, it's us. It's we. Hopefully, people don't take that I'm beating anybody up here, because that's not my intentions at all. But when God saved me, He made me, and I got baptized. At a creek down the road here, he made me a member of this church. It's not about Bob Mills. Even standing up here, I'm still a church member. It's about him. And sometimes we just like to get our personal preferences in. Well, we need padded car. We need a better And some that we do need. And again, I know I'm all over the place. You guys know me, that's pretty typical. The other thing that I really think is part of church membership is love. Amen. If you really look at that 13th chapter of Corinthians, it talks about love. It's the agape love. So the 12th, verse, the 12th chapter talks about spiritual gifts. And 13, he talks, at the end of 12, he talks about a more excellent way. So basically what he's telling me is I could be the best preacher on earth, but if love wasn't behind it, it's worthless. Everything we do, if love not behind it, it's worthless. It's worthless. We can't even love each other in here. we got to love each other in here because of what Christ did for us. And then take it out there and do the same. And Ron was talking this morning in Sunday school about kind of evidence of you know Christianity and things like that. I could give you every bit of evidence there is, and you could still reject it. But if I show you love, there's something different about that, isn't there? There's something different about that. If I show you the love of Jesus, like He showed me,
1: I can change lives.
0: That can change lives. Our jobs are to serve. Our jobs are to care for others. Our jobs are to pray for our leadership. And our jobs are to engage and make a difference. That's our jobs as, as church members. Like I said, a lot of of churches have separated because of goofy little things like that. Well, I'll never shake Tony Everett's hand again. What? Seriously? If God can forgive you and save you, and you can't do the same to your brother or sister, there's something wrong. There's something absolutely wrong. Or if you're sitting there like, man, this guy's all over the place. Is he going to go much longer? I'm hungry. Or, or too short, too long, too this, too that. If you're thinking that, you need to repent. Because that's not what this is about. We are to focus on giving instead of receiving. You think, again, think of that country club mentality. You can go to the country club and pay your dues, and they'll serve you everything. Won't they? It should be the, the flip side of that. We are to serve as a church member. Yeah, you're giving your tithes. You're giving joyously to the the Lord what He's blessed you with. Don't think, well, since I gave this, I should give it all. Let's pay the walls purple. It's not what it's about. It's not what it's about at all. Serving versus being served, responsibilities versus rights. I deserve that. I should get that. What you really deserve is a sinner's hell. That's what we all deserve. But God. Mm -hmm. But God. He sent His only begotten Son to die on a cross for us. We don't deserve it at all. But He did it anyway because He loved us. And we can't turn around and show the love, love to someone else that's upset us or hurt our feelings or made us mad. Something's wrong. Something is wrong. I think we live in an age right now of people that think they're entitled to everything. I don't know why. I don't know where that's coming from. Selfishness, probably. There's a lot a lot of young people coming up that think they're entitled to things. You know, I work to get where I'm at at work. I mean, not to go that way. I am gonna go there. But a committed, functioning, engaged church member serves without hesitation. Doesn't look at it for them. Well, what's this got what's this got in it for me? What well, does second Mark's got in it for you? I don't know, if you're just gonna get dirty. I want to know that stuff all over me. But there was just something there like. Sharing God's love with somebody just by packing a box. Uh Being with my brothers and sisters. Watching little kids enjoy it. Jason actually said to me, he said, Mom, I love helping people. We need more of that. We need more of that. Gives abundantly. And that's not just your money. Sometimes I think your time is more important than that. But some people, again, I think it's so much easier sometimes to write somebody a check than to actually do something for them. Isn't it? Yes. It's all about your time and your heart, where your heart's at. The other thing, like I said earlier, to be a committed member, engaged member, a functioning member, you have to be here. And you have to be active in the church. Now, there's all kinds of reasons why people aren't here. Things happen. People get sick. But, like I said some time ago, when did it start being okay for people just to not show up? When did that happen? When did that start? Now, if you're on vacation or sick or working, I I get it. Otherwise, you should be here every time the doors are open. The other thing praise for the leaders. Like I said, I could really use your prayers. And all of us could use each other's prayers. There's so much. Just, I do have a question. Are the, does the weekly prayer request thing help at all? Yes. Do I like that? I'll keep doing that. Sometimes we get so busy that we just forget to pray. That's sad that it happens. So I think hopefully that weekly email. If you're not, let me know. I'll get you at I think it reminds us to pray for our brothers and sisters. I mean, we shouldn't actually have to be reminded, but it, I think it's a good thing. And the last thing again, everything we do, do it in love. The love that Jesus died for us with. Just so many things on my mind, it's small group. I think we really need to start small group again. I think we need to figure out ways to start really discipling people. You know, it's a sad, Daniel's talked about it so many times. I think it's one in ten kids, I think that's the number, that come to church after they graduate high school stay in church One Matter of fact, I'm the one. I'm the one. That's a sad statistic. It's a really sad statistic. We need to figure out ways to disciple people And get them to want to serve and stay here and glorify God. Small group. So I've been having a weekly, just a Wednesday night Bible study at the house. It's been great. It's been great. I would love all of you to be there. We might be a little proud, but we find room. I love it. There's something to that, there's something to Christians being together. And with our busy schedules, we don't do it enough. I remember when my grandma and grandpa were here. It seemed like every week we were going to up on the someone's house and they were coming to theirs. It wasn't only It was every week. And now we can't even go to lunch together because everybody's so busy. It's sad. That's not the way things are supposed to be for Christians. Life gets in the way. Sorry, there's just things that just get to me. If I could, I would just take everybody to lunch, but that's what I'm gonna do tonight. I just this week I've been thinking about it. I want to serve you tonight. It's silly. I'm gonna make you hamburgers and hot dogs. It's me serving you. But we all have a part. Uh. The question I think that you really need to start asking yourself. A couple of different things. How can I best serve? How can I best serve? Again, it says all of us have a job. Every single one of us. How can I serve the Lord? Here's another one. Am I being obedient to His call? I really believe we have people sitting here today that have been called to work. Whether that's preaching, teaching, whatever. That's between you and God. But I believe there's some people sitting here today that have been called to do something. And again, giving your time and resources for His purpose. Or are you too worried about your preferences? And having the country club mentality again—that's not how this is supposed to be. Not how it's supposed to be at all. We all have a part. The question for you is: Are you a fully committed member to this church? If you're not a member, let's talk. Let's get together. If you've been saved, let's get together and figure it out. If you want to be a member of the church, you're probably after listening to me today. You're probably like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get together and figure that out. I think actually we are due for a baptism coming up. We can talk to some folks about that. It'd be a good time to go through the new members class and if you want to be baptized, brother Joe, I think I want to do something a little bit for this morning. If we could get somebody just to play on the piano, just a couple verses of the song. I just want to open the heart this morning. If you're here. For you needed, if you need a land burden if you haven't been the church member that you need to be, if you need to be saved, I just want to open God's altar this evening. And I'm going to be praying up here. If you choose to come and pray that's do so. But as she plays just a song on the piano, we don't even have to sing. Let's just pray together. Does that sound okay?
1: Yes. I don't think we can be that here enough. Right. Let's just pray together. Give can do it. A minute.